Hey everyone, g'day, how are ya? Welcome to episode number 17 of the Average Man Podcast, 1950. Um, it is Sunday morning, 21st of October, and I'm just kicking it up here at the lookout, my favourite spot in my car. I'm in my ute today, which the only problem is, it's, my ute's so loud, I can't have the car running with the aircon going, because you'll hear the engine just rumbling in the background, so I'm sitting here with the motor off, um, and the windows cracked down, and I can't have the windows all the way down either because the wind's kind of tearing through. So I don't want it to be like blowy in the microphone. So I might get sweaty in here, but it's all good. I've just come from the gym anyway, so I'm all sweaty and smelly and all that kind of shit. So it's not too much of a big deal. Um, but yeah, if you hear me fidgeting around here, it's because I'm trying to adjust the airflow situation more than likely. Um, anyway, I'll have to do my shout-outs quickly. Um, as usual, I'll give a shout-out to PCC Productions, the audio-visual specialists up here in the Pilbara. Uh, oh, I don't even know if they were involved in the Oktoberfest last night. I assume they probably were, but they are the audio-visual specialists here. Um, I've, I rant on about them on every podcast. They're, um, they're um, involved in all musical production and... Um, Sound desk and equipment hire and studio recording um, capabilities and uh, and shit in town here, so check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, also, Two Way Hire Services. They are a Perth-based company um, supplying two way radios um, for. Uh, whether you need them for commercial use or for personal use, whether you need to hire them or, or buy them, uh, they are willing to and happy to service people up here in the Pilbara. So get hold of Ross on um, Instagram or Facebook. That's Two Way Hire Services. If you need anything, mate, give him a shout. They're they're a young business, so I'm sure he's you know uh, he assures me they're willing to do the small things that matter. So you know you're probably going to find a really helpful um, person in Ross there if you're looking at um, renewing your your, your um, fleets. Two-way serv- two way um, radios, or if you just want to get one for your own personal use, or whatever, maybe going on a long trip, you're going to Gib- Gib River Road, or you're doing going around Australia with a couple of people, you need to get your radio sorted out. Get there, get hold of those guys, man. Or get hold of Ross on on um, Instagram or Facebook, because I'm pretty sure he'll be able to help help you out and, and give you the best deal going around. Also, I'd like to shout out to Shafted Spearfishing, my boys Luke and Zam. Um, trying to work on something to get everybody's time off to gel in together so I can go out for a dive with those guys and then um, have a have a yarn with them afterwards and get them on the podcast and, and get them to tell you what they're all about and what their their um, plans are for the future. But in the meantime, check them out on f- Facebook, Instagram and YouTube for good videos, p- uh, pictures and good Insta stories um, and, and they've got merch links on those um, sites as well. If they're a local spearfishing crew, get in there, support them, like them, share them. Also, captured by Carlos. He is an average podcast, average man podcast alumni. Been on here for an interview before, and he's a local photographer. Kicks around the Pilbara, done a lot of overseas travelling. Got some great photos and, and videos and stories. So get on there. He's really inspirational, young dude. He, he's just got a lot of passion for life, and he tells a really good story through his lens. So check him out Inst- Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, it's captured by Carlos. Uh, also, on this week, I'm going to give a shout out to some Matt Carpentry and, and Construction, the, uh, my mates. Maddie and Sam, um, I haven't been shouting these guys out simply because I don't think they're very active on social media, so I wasn't sure how much of a 
difference it's going to make for me shouting out to them on the podcast, but I might as well throw them in there. And this week the boys have uh, hooked me up with some insulated uh, freezer panels that I've, I've used to, to make a dog's kennel, so... Um, yeah, just shout out to those boys, and I'll, I don't think they're active on social media, but I'll get hold of them and see if they do have a, um, a Facebook page or an Instagram page, or if they're very active or whatnot, but I'll shout out to them from, from now on anyway, and if you're in town, the local, you're looking for a local builder or, or carpenter, definitely get hold of those boys, because they both know what they're doing, they've got good service, good quality, they'll be competitive you know, with the rates around town, and just which is hard to find in town guys that are going to come out when they say they're going to come out, quote the job, and they say they, they produce what they say they're going to, which is surprisingly hard to find in this town. Um, so that's some mat carpentry and construction. And like I said, they hooked me up with some insulated panels this week for um, uh, a dog kennel. I knocked that up on Friday. I had the day off work Friday, so I knocked up this um, um, dog's kennel using the insulated panels. I've just got to put a front sort of door opening section on it, probably hopefully later on today. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've got an, a second-hand aircon unit, like a little window rattler. I'm going to cut a hole in the side and mount that in there also when things heat up in, in another couple of weeks or month. So that the dogs can um, have somewhere, some respite during the day while we're at work. They can kick it in their little, um, their little insulated refrigerated kennel <laughs> and um, hopefully... Yeah, extend the old boy Casper's life a little bit longer because I don't know if he's going to really handle another summer too well. He's sort of 11 years old now. He'll be 12 next year, start of next year. So um, I just notice, I feel like after he goes through these summers, he, he comes out the other end a little bit slower, a few more bumps and bruises and a bit, a bit harder to, to get going and, and things like that. So, you know, when he stands up, you can see his joints are starting to hurt him and that kind of shit. And, he lies around panting a little bit now. Still fairly, yeah, still really active, loves chasing the ball. I'm always keen to chase the ball, go for a run down the beach or on the oval or something like that, but I just know he's slowing down, so I want to look after the old boy. I've got two dogs, but the younger one, Lily, she's a Pilbara, Pilbara special, mate. We got her from safe up here. She's probably a bit more used to the weather and, and, and any younger and more resilient anyway, but I'm sure she'll enjoy having a, an air-conned um, kennel to hang out in. So... Um, I did that on Friday, and on Friday my mother-in-law flew into town to help out. So she flew in, um, hung out with Ems during the day, and she's been helping out with the kids and, and catching up with us this weekend, which has been great. We were able to go out and have a drink uh, across the road at a friend's house last night. Our friends Nikki and Gloria got engaged and threw a bit of a um, party up on their, their balcony overlooking the ocean there, which was beautiful sea breeze kicking through, and it was nice. We only went for an hour and a half, something like that, just went over and had a, had a drink and a wine and said congratulations, but it's good because we kept saying, some, some help there, someone to put the kids to get to, to bed, read of a story, and just those little things in life that we, we we don't get a break from very often. So that's been quite pleasant um, and nice to catch up with her as well. Have another face around the house. Um, what else we we got going on? So besides from that, uh, I have had a, a fairly chill uh, weekend. Um, I did taekwondo, took the boy to taekwondo yesterday. Uh, Mother-in-law came along as well. And then we just came home and basically sort of chilled out during the afternoon, uh, which was nice, you know, kicked back. I kind of nearly got my arm twisted to going to Oktoberfest last night. I was on the precipice because uh, I went for a beer on, on Friday night. I knew a couple of my mates were going along. I went for a beer with uh, another friend of mine, Jezza, on Friday Arvo, and we were just sort of both discussing it. And we both seemed to be in the same mindset of, oh, maybe we should go. We've got, you know... 
a hall pass from the from the the wife, both of us, to go out if we wanted to. And we we're like, maybe we should just go. We found some tickets on on Facebook, going for twenty five bucks each. It was his neighbour who had them, so things were starting to look really easy, falling together. A bloke from work had a couple of the piggyback costumes, where it's like a little German traditional looking German man. You like as if you're like copping a piggyback ride from him, and he's got like a stein in his hand, and you kind of. So you, you walk around and it looks like you're getting a piggyback from a little drunk German dude. So there was two of those outfits I could have grabbed as well. And really it just sort of wound into the afternoon and, and I wasn't feeling it. I was like, if someone calls me up and twists my arm and, and talks me into it, I'll probably go. But the phone didn't ring and Jezza went radio silent on me on the on the messages too. So if you listen to this, Jezza, you bastard, you had me sitting around waiting. Um, but in the end, I, I was pretty happy, man. I didn't I didn't really want to go. I wasn't going to make the initiative to, to strike up the... Um, to get the tickets and go get the, the costumes sorted and shit like that so it, it fell through and I was happy we just had a chill afternoon I hung out with the kids and, and the missus and the mother-in-law and then yeah went over for a couple of drinks over the, the road in the evening so it was actually pretty cool man I was happy to, to have a chill one not spend my money woke up fresh this morning I mean I woke up on the couch because both the kids came into our bedroom we're, ju- we're juggling rooms at the moment with mother-in-law in town because we've only got three bedrooms so we've stuffed two of the kids in the same room together and that's not really working they're waking up and waking each other up so they came into the bedroom about one o'clock in the morning and, and was rolling around rucking around kicking us and I thought bugger this I'm going to sleep on the couch I'd rather get I'd rather have an uncomfortable well, it's not too uncomfortable but I'd rather sleep on the couch than try and persist in the bed and be getting kicked and stuff so I went and did that I got on the couch feeling pretty fresh the kids woke me up about 5 o'clock this morning and then I went to the gym after making everyone breakfast and all that kind of stuff this morning so I'm sure I wouldn't be doing that if I went to the Oktoberfest last night so that panned out pretty good for me um, yeah saved my money too what else has been happening on um, Thursday I, I went into the studio at Spirit FM there with David Eckhart, met him, had a yarn and then we recorded a little conversation which aired yesterday, uh, which aired on Friday, sorry, on Spirit FM. I put the link for that up on my normal Instagram page, my normal Facebook page, Dave Robinson, Dave DeBunge Robinson. Uh, I can't share, I don't think I can share that link from the Average Man podcast page. I'll try, I'll see if I can, but it's up there on my Instagram page, on my Facebook page. Anyhow, I went in there and had a bit of a chat. Didn't get to hit all the topics I wanted to. I wanted to chat to him about the, the shout-outs I do and how I'm trying to build a bit of a community with people around town who I like what they're doing and who, who, who I think offer a good service, and I'd like to have that reciprocated and get a bit of a back-and-forth community where we're all helping each other's product advance and um, and get the, get the word out there and, yeah, just have a bit of a network going and just sort of didn't get to cover any of the... Tell him about what I'm actually talking about on a day-to-day basis. He kind of guided the conversation, which is fine. That's how these things go. I think I made a pretty good account, a pretty good account of myself on there anyway. And it seems to have a few people talking and a little bit of a buzz. So if I get a couple of extra listeners due to that um, little spiel on uh, the radio, that'll be good, man. And, and I sent him a text message. Said if you want to do it regularly, once a month or something, I'd be keen. So let let me know. I can come in and recap what we've been talking about, what's been going down on the podcast. So we'll see where he goes with that. Um, that'd be nice. So a little. A little five-minute segment once a month, just to just to keep in fresher people's minds and recap what we've been doing. So we'll see where that one goes. But that was cool to, to nail that. Another little check checkpoint off the um, the podcast um, checklist done, nailed. So I'm kind of getting through them with interviews and getting on the radio. And um, I need to get a program sorted where I can. Uh, I can introduce, like, so the introductory music where I'm just like holding it up to the microphone and playing it through my phone right now sounds really shit, like I'm aware of that. So I, I need to get it sort of where I can be um, 
cutting the section of music I want out on something like Garage Band and then importing it over to this podcast app so it sounds a little bit more professional and perhaps I could have other interlude musics, music in, in, in other parts of the, the um, podcast when, when I get that figured out. So that's probably the next thing on the checklist, that one, and, and, and the, the um, shafted spearfishing um, interview. So I'm just trying to get through these things and keep myself keep having having these little goals set, keep myself moving forward and excited and, yeah, pumping, pumping them out. So it's good to get that one ticked off anyway. Um, uh, moving into local events... As I said, we had the Oktoberfest on last night. Glad I didn't go, but I'm sure people had a, a rad time kicking around down there. I could hear the festive, festivities floating on down towards my house because it was at, at the Civic Centre. I'm only a few hundred metres away from there, so I could hear those the festivities floating on down past our house last night. Uh, we fell asleep on the couch pretty early watching a movie. Uh, hashtag 30-year-old parents, <laughs> um, which is just part of life, mate. But I'm, like I said, stoked I went to bed early anyway. Uh, so there's a. I was at the gym on Friday and noticed a big mob down at the Wangamaya Stadium there. So, and they were there on Saturday too. Shitloads of cars and just a whole big mob of black fellas kicking around down there. I think there was um, royalty meetings in town this weekend. So that's brought a whole bunch of people into town from different communities and and shit like that. And then I believe there was also one or two funerals in town as well. An indigenous fella. Um, I'm not sure if it was a, a bloke or a female, to be honest, but an indigenous funeral in town. So um, people were in for the royalty meetings, people were in town for the funeral, and the town's just been full, a lot of activity going on around, which is good and also bad because it brings out different sides of both the indigenous community and and you know, your, your white Australians. Uh, the white Australian community here as well, which you know I spoke about this on last week's podcast. As much as we want to integrate things and move forward, there is still two distinct communities and cultures that coincide with each other here. Well, there's more than two, but there is at least two distinct cultures and, and, and communities that coincide with each other here. And as and and although it's good to get people together and have them coming in town like that, and I'm all you know, it's it's great to see everyone kicking around. Um, you know, like that, it, it does bring out two different sides of the of the communities. Um, I, th- I suppose it, a hinging point, I guess you could say, for the different ways the two communities react or or, or um, act um, is hinged on um, the sale of alcohol, right? So it's a it's a talking point, an arguing point on Facebook, I notice, and around town because when we have. Um, funerals in town right or wrong uh, and whether it's discrimination or whether it, whether it's um, necessary or whether it's a good idea or, or I'm not sure I don't have those answers but the reality is they put alcohol restrictions on this town which we already have alcohol restrictions they put more stringent alcohol restrictions on town whenever we have funerals it pisses people off and then on the flip side of the coin shit does go down when we have these um, funerals in town like, you know it, we, we, we can't you can't turn a blind eye to it and say that, that there isn't more incidences of um, alcoholism and, and, and you know people driving around drunk and, and fights and you know, shit going on when we have these sort of uh, these kind of events in town. So you know it, it's a hard one, man. Like I get that people are pissed off that they can't go down. You know you knock off work on a Friday, you want to go down and buy a carton of beer, and you didn't realise there was a funeral on, on in town. You didn't pick it up on Thursday, and you can't buy full strength beer, or some of the bottles are even shut. You know you can't buy more than two bottles of wine or something like that. I get that. That's annoying, man. I get it. That'll piss you off. That pissed me off too. But then I see people on Facebook 
commenting and blaming the Aboriginal community for it. You know, they don't directly say that, but that's what's insinuated by the comments they write and then the hundreds of ensuing comments, no doubt, underneath and the back and forth that goes. And I just see that people are too black and white in people's... Oh, pardon the pun. It's too black and white in, in, in people's... Uh, in their... Uh, breakdown of the of the of the whole event, you know, like, and and I get, I get I guess people start getting a bit snarky and a bit rude about it, and whether it, I, I get it, it pisses them off. But I just say, I don't know, man, it's a hard one. It's not it's not helpful to just go out on Facebook and write inflammatory comments about the whole situation, you know. And really, if you're onto it, you know what what it's like in town. If you, you catch wind of you know, there's going to be a funeral in town, like we did, like I did, just go out and, and get your alcohol on the Thursday instead, like just be a little bit more prepared, man, it's not that big a deal, you just go get grab a carton on, and your wine or whatever on, on Thursday or Wednesday or something instead, so you set up for the weekend, you know, like a little bit of prior planning, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not it's not useless, you can just go get your piss sorted a little bit earlier, man, but, so that brings out that side of the, of the white community here, I see them getting all narky and angry and then, you know, like, Blaming the Aboriginal community because they can't go down the bottle and buy some beers and saying, you know, because certain members of society can't be can't trust be trusted to be responsible with their alcohol, as if all us white fellas are responsible with our alcohol anyway, mate. Like you go down to the pier on a Friday night, you're going to see a bunch of white people acting like complete fucktards at any given weekend. So let's not get up on our high horse here and say, it's, you know, it's not it's just the the, the, um, the indigenous fellas who get loose on the piss, um, and then at the same time. It does have to be admitted that there is a problem in town when you know they they have more uh, higher incidences when we do have some of these um, some of these funerals in town. But then is the ban on alcohol really working? Because they ban the alcohol and there's still shit going on anyway. So it's a complicated set of circumstances there. Um, I don't have any of the answers for it, uh, so I'm probably going to leave that one alone at the moment. I just thought I'd comment on it and bring it up and mention that that is what's been going on in town you can't just brass over it and pretend it's, it, it wasn't happening and and it also was this weekend was probably a bit more of a volatile situation around town because um, I believe on Thursday evening a it's been uh, reported that a police car allegedly may have ran over um, a local woman um, They've been very vague, the, the media have been very vague on reporting the details. They didn't say an indigenous woman, but that seems to be what's implied and what seems to be uh, most people around town seem to think is what happened. It was behind the South Headland Aquatic Centre there. Apparently some police officers drove and felt a bump and they thought it was a curb. It all sounds a little weird to me. Um, they felt a bump, they thought it was a curb, and then a couple of minutes later some other police in the area... Um, found the woman, whether it was recorded and reported, I'm not sure, but they found the woman and, and administered first aid and she was taken to the hospital with quite serious leg injuries. Uh, again, the extent of that's not quite known yet. And I'm not going to go and speculate too much what ha has happened here because we don't have very many details. So hopefully some more details come out about that over the next week and I can discuss it a bit f uh, in f more further detail next week on the podcast. But it sounds a bit... <sighs> weird and a bit dodgy and, and, and on, on, bo on, on both ends like was there somebody just laying on the ground or on the middle of the road like yes that does sometimes happen around here but then we can't just make assumptions on who it was and what happened and 
if there was someone laying on the road, like how did the, pol the police not see them and run over their legs and not think, oh, that was felt like I ran over something? The, the whole thing's weird. There's an internal investigation going on. I should probably leave it alone for now until some of the actual facts and details come out about it. I don't want to get myself in the shit. Um, not that I'm scared to talk about controversial things, but I don't have any information. So everything I say is just assumption right now. And um, again, I, uh, I don't have the details. I don't have the answers, what's going on, but I thought I should at least bring it up um, because these are the things that are going on in our town at the moment. This is a local-based podcast. So it's a weird weekend. We've got funerals and royalty meetings and alcohol restrictions and cops maybe or maybe not running over people's legs. Um, all sorts of crazy shit going on. And, and I only know about it peripherally because it hasn't actually affected our life directly at all. Uh, but that's that's Port Hedland this weekend. That's what's going on. Hopefully some more details arrive over the next week and I can visit it again next weekend with a bit more of an educated point of view and, and we can um, um, figure out what's going on. Again, anybody listening, you got any information, you got any opinions, respectful, respectfully um, leave them for me on the Facebook page and we can gather the information together and, and revisit it next week. Um, what else is going on? Um, yeah, I just I just want to go over that again quickly. Yeah, I said that there's people commenting on Facebook and things like that. I had mixed mixed opinions and point of view of that, and people are obviously entitled to sit their own opinion and to, to to write what they you know they think about a situation. But I guess I'm just trying to say I have mixed opinions on it. I don't like when you read some of these comments; they just seem a little bit uh, derogatory and 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 loaded and aimed at certain people in the community and and again we're lumping everyone into the same into the same boat when we do that so i don't know it's always good to when you're writing on social media you know to consider if that's the the way you would address the subject if you were face to face with the person that you or the people or the group of people that you're talking about you know i think that's important to do it's easy to just go on there and just say something rude or inflammatory or or offhand but would you really say that if you were face-to-face uh, -face with the, the people that you're talking about. I, I guess that's my only um, caveat on, on people commenting about things on Facebook like that. If it's your opinion and you're going to say that straight out to someone's face, well, that's then your prerogative and, and go ahead. If that's who you are, that's, 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 that's how you're going to um, act or react to a situation. But if it's not really what you like and, and you're just saying it because it's, it's only over social media, perhaps that should be revisited and maybe it should be a little bit more... Um, cons yeah, just consider your, your words and your approach to things a little bit better and maybe it can be a more open and um, productive conversation. Yeah, I guess that's, that's my take on that and I'll leave that there and move on from it anyway. Um, this week, the artist who was the introductory song is called King Princess. That song was 1950. Her stage name's King Princess. Uh, her real name is Michaela Strauss. She is a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist who's known for her like personal narrative style of um, songwriting. Um, she's got that... She, I find that she's similar to Odette, who's an Australian singer-songwriter out of Sydney, who I reviewed on one of the earlier podcasts this year. Um, Take It To The Heart, I believe was that the name of that episode. Um, similar, different, but similar. Similar as in she's a very talented, unique-sounding singer-songwriter with all different kind of vibes and influences that are prevalent in the music. 
King Princess has more of this New York style about her. She's from New York, uh, funnily enough. And um, she says that her influences are bands like Led Zeppelin and White Stripes and a bunch of other sort of rock, uh, well-known rock bands. However, I find that there's some facet to the her music that gives me like a hip-hop R&B type vibe and I actually thought she was like a, an African-American chick when I first heard her and then I've, you know, since looked her up and, and, and found out about her and she's not. Michaela Strauss sounds like she's sort of, um, some sort of Eastern European heritage. She looks like it. She's got those pointy features. Um, white chick. I think she's a lesbian white chick as well. Um, but she's got something about it that's like a hip-hop-y R&B kind of vibe. I think it's the vocals, not so much the music. The music's probably got those influences that she that she quotes on her uh, as being like a rock and roll white, you know, maybe I don't hear white stripes in her, but some of the old rock and roll type classics. Um, like rock ballad type classics, not rock and roll. Uh, I wouldn't say this classic rock and roll vibes but maybe the rock ballad type um, uh, influence but the, something about her voice gives me a hip hop R&B type vibe uh, it's hard to put your finger on um, she's grown up around music her father's a musician so she grew up around her father's studio and I think that's one of the main things that comes out in her tracks is a, a, a very sort of sophisticated well developed and advanced approach to her songwriting and even her, rec her record like I think she does the production and things herself uh, as well so the production value is really high uh, it's a it's a just a yeah a, a developed and sophisticated sound that she has so she's just put out a debut record and it sounds like someone who's been making music their entire life because she's been around music and probably playing music her entire life so she's young she's up, just up and coming on the scene but well known apparently around the local scenes of New York and things like that um, and obviously connected to other Musicians due to her father's influence um, and connections in her in, in in her life, and you can tell when by listening to her music. This is someone that's been around music her whole life and really knows what she's what she's doing. She's signed to Mark Ronson's label, so she's got a good push behind her now, um, and probably good marketing and a good push and good resources at her fingertips. But um, I just really like her song, like being that. It has that advanced, sophisticated feel to her music. Some of the songs can be a bit boring and drab for me, to be to be perfectly honest. But the the hits, the popular songs, are really good. 1950 is really good. I think Talia is the name of the other one. Also, really, really good track. She's got beautiful voice, great harmonies. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful songwriter. But some of the songs can be like for me a little bit slow, a little bit boring. But it's just because she's got such a, a calm and well put together approach to her music it's not it's not even though it's unique and different it doesn't have like a high energy experimental type vibe to it which is probably the difference between her and Odette I find more of an experimental and higher energy to Odette's music so that's King Princess the song at the beginning was 1950 you can check her out and um Make your own opinion on what you think, but there's definitely a few tracks of hers that are good to add to some of your, your laid-back um, playlists, or you know, if you're kicking back on a Sunday afternoon, want to chuck on her, chuck her album on, or a Spotify Spotify playlist of her on, and just let it roll out, and um, make your own decision, make your own mind up, and, and, and uh, about how you feel about her. Um, yeah, she's she's kind of got a sassy sort of strong woman uh, type vibe to her, her songwriting as well. As I mentioned, I think she's um, yeah, a lesbian. She writes about, you know, uh, about 
that in 1950 actually is about that so she's got that strong uh, um, what's the word self uh, oh, I'm, I'm clutching for words here um, She's got a strong, self-confident vibe anyway about her, and you know, someone that really holds their own well. So yeah, uh, go check her out and, and make your own mind. Uh, she also just did the Like A Version on uh, Friday, which is what propelled me to, to bring her up this week on the week, on this weekend's um, podcast. And they she covered um, The White Stripes, Fell In Love With A Girl, which really brought out, uh, I was surprised by it because I hadn't looked too far into her background and inf her influences before I, I, I watched the... the um, like a version she did, she nailed her original, 1950, and then the cover she did, Fell in Love with a Girl by White Stripes, was really high energy and classic sort of rock and roll, she really, really nailed it, so they had, had a band with her there, she had the right energy, and you could tell that this girl knows and how, how to play rock and roll, she's grown up around good rock and roll like that, and she brought her own sort of flair to the song, and um, yeah, that got me really excited, so check that out on YouTube, man, um, uh, like a version for this week, it was a good one, we've had a couple of lame ones the last few weeks, so it was good to get a good, really good artist in and, and get a good locker version done, down and nailed. Um, I probably don't have too much more else to say this week. What are we at? We're about half an hour. It's going to be a short, sharp, straight to the point one this week. Um, like I said, I could go on and on about those issues in town more, but you know, I, I went right into the whole uh, race relations sort of thing on my podcast last week, and I didn't know that we were going to have these. Uh, events and things pop up this week and I don't want to go double header on it too much and go too deep on it and as I said I don't really have any uh, the information about the, the um, specifics about what happened and as for the alcohol restrictions yeah that kind of sucks man I don't know well one I don't know why we can't buy alcohol on a Sunday I don't know what that does I don't know take, you can't buy alcohol take away alcohol on a Sunday that I do have an opinion on I think that's just stupid I don't see what that does what what how are we stopping anything from just not selling alcohol on a Sunday? Like, Sundays are uh, notorious for being some wild, crazy day. You know, they're not. It'll be a Friday or a Saturday night, that is. Um, again, can you can you stop full-grown adults from, from purchasing alcohol? Like, it's it's enroaching on, um, on on our freedom, you know, in a country. And you guys know what my opinion is on, uh, on um, the government stepping in and telling us what we can and can't put in our bodies. I'm not really for it as it is. I mean, they're already taxing the shit out of it. They've got all the regulations around alcohol, how much you can buy, um, responsible service of alcohol, how strong alcohol can be, um, what their marketing campaigns can be. So now they're going to tell us up in certain regions where they deem high-risk high, um, areas that we can't buy alcohol on a Sunday. I guess if I'm honest about it, I do have a, I do have a problem with that. So putting a restriction on even further over the whole weekend, I do have a problem with, but my problem isn't directed at the, the people who they're supposedly trying to restrict the alcohol from. It's um, it's directed at the government, the people who are imposing these laws. And here, here, if I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and, and give a bit more of a, um, an opinion on that. So, the government, the people who are imposing these regulations put a blanket ban on how much alcohol you can buy, what sort of alcohol you can buy, when you can buy it, and they, they it's a blanket, um, they're blanket restrictions so as not to be prejudiced towards one group of people. Yet when there's an, an Aboriginal or an Indigenous funeral in town, they'll 
extend those restrictions and sometimes shut down the bottle of all together, which means everyone in town can't buy it, but you're doing it because there's an indigenous funeral in town. So you are targeting, it is not targeting a certain group because you're shutting everybody's alcohol consumption and, 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 and uh, everybody's ability to buy alcohol down, but you're doing it because of one certain, what you consider to be a, an issue with one certain group. So it's a very weird grey area kind of pussy's way out of saying we don't want the black fellas who are coming in town for this funeral to buy alcohol so we're going to extend the alcohol restrictions but we can't just target one group of people so nobody can buy alcohol in town at all but you're doing it because of one group of people so you are already targeting one group of people but then with this broad brush you're saying nobody else can buy alcohol in town so we're not being prejudiced it's kind of a bitch move really when you think about it and weird. It's a weird move, and it is a bitch move. But again, if you're going to be pissed off at someone, be, po be pissed off at the people who push these regulations and make these regulations. Be pissed off at the government, man. They're the ones who, who, who are um, shutting down the alcohol consumption for everybody. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, man. It's a weird one. So, again, I don't know. I don't have the answers to it, but I'm not really keen on, on governments putting huge restrictions on what, what us as adults can put into our own bodies. Anyway, across the um, across the board, especially something as socially accepted as alcohol. When do you? How do you get to decide when it, when it's appropriate and when it's not? It's very weird to me. But um, it, I mean, it is what it is. I don't have a personal problem with it because, like I said, my, my my fridge is full at home, mate. I've always got beers and ciders and wine in my fridge. And when I hear there's going to be a funeral on in town, I just pop out a week a day earlier and, and grab a carton of piss. So I'm prepared. I'm a fully grown human being, male. I am. Um, not that matters that I'm a male, I was just trying to be very specific there um, for the sake of humour. But I'm a full-grown man, I, I, I can go out and organise my alcohol a day earlier. So there's that side of the coin too. You guys want to bitch and moan about it, just go get me piss a day earlier and stop, but, stop moaning. But it is weird, it is weird, I get where you're coming from. Direct your anger and frustration in the right direction though. Direct it at the people who are making and enforcing those laws. Um, yeah, that's about, that's about it. I'm just going to keep going over and circle around the same things if I continue on any longer. And yeah, short, sharp, and sweet, to the point. Uh, next week we'll come back um, with something different. And again, everybody, go check out the link if you want to go ha have a listen to the uh, to the little interview I did on Spirit FM with David Eckhart. It aired on Friday. It's on the Facebook page. It's also on the Spirit FM app. Um, go to my Facebook page, like, share, promote the podcast, promote the episodes, uh, comments, leave comments on the Facebook page. Get involved. What do you guys want to talk about? What's your What's your opinion? I'm going to throw this one out. Anybody listening? Um, homework for the week, specifically. What's your opinions on the alcohol restrictions um, on a Sunday in general, and when they extend them uh, for uh, for something for an event in town like uh, like a, a funeral? Um, and what are your other solutions to the pro to the? Is there a problem? And if there is a problem, what are your solutions to the problem? Let's get a conversation going. No one's no one's writing anything on the Facebook page. Um, I keep saying it, keep harping on about it. If you're listening, and I know people are listening, listening, get on there, write your opinions, get a conversation started. Let's do it. Let's, let's use this one to get the ball rolling. If there's, some, if there's something gets people's jaws flapping, it's people telling them they can't buy beer or wine. So get out there, give me your opinions. Um, yeah, keep it respectful on my page. That's that's all. That's all I ask. Keep it respectful, and um, but tell us your opinion, and then um, yeah, we'll see if we can drum up some interest and in something else to talk about on a future episode. That's it for this week, the Average Man Podcast, episode 17, 1950. 
Um, thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And yeah, give me some feedback, everybody. Average Man Podcast, episode 17, over and out.